You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. Knowing your brand voice is one of the most important factors to your success. It's the difference between connecting and missing the mark, and it can be one of the hardest things to figure out. So today we're going to talk about what brand voice is and how to find yours. What it is. We are all the messengers of our brands. Your brand voice is what conveys your message, be it soft or hard, bright or dark. And I'm using these terms as broad strokes right here, but successful brands weave their brand voice through every touch point. So let's just like think of some brands that we know as examples. Apple. Apple is sleek and streamlined. Star Wars. It's futuristic galaxy. And Martha Stewart. She's quite neat. When we think about these brands, their brand voice permeates all that they do. From Apple's physical products to its packaging to their stores, they lead with sleek. And there's no mistaking Star Wars' futuristic appeal from their space-themed backgrounds to their logo and the other worlds that they've created. And Martha Stewart, she's neat from her personal style, I mean, she's perfectly ironed always, to her immaculate kitchen and her exquisite execution of crafts. The brand voice of these companies is so pervasive that we all know them, and it's allowed them to reach their highest potential. And we can talk about these brands on this podcast because we know their brands so well. These brands have a voice that goes beyond just colors and logo, and you do too. Your brand voice is how you approach the world, how you step into it, how you and your brand interact with the world, and how you communicate to your audience. So finding your brand voice, it comes easy for some, and for some it just takes a little bit longer. And in the work that I do, identifying a brand voice, it's a priority for me. You know, I work with my clients to get them to lead with their voice on their websites and in their materials. That, that's the point that I come from. I, I want that out there for them. I'm currently working with a major university where my team is rewriting an entire department's website so that they're leading with their values and their brand voice rather than the traditional higher ed speak. I mean, it's, it's a real departure from where we started to where we're ending. And there was one initiative within the department that took me literally a few months to understand because how it was presented on the page, I just didn't get like why certain images and captions were, were put there and how those related to what the overall purpose and messaging of the initiative was. So we dug deep. We went through all their existing materials and we're repositioning their work in a way that's understandable. And it's gonna allow for the audience to better connect with their mission. You know, we're using real stories and real talk. Yes, real talk even for a university. 
But when you connect with the audience in that way, it, it enables them to act with you and engage with your brand. I mean, we're really bringing forth something in a way that hasn't been presented this way before. I also work with this periodontist and he has a unique unique approach to his business. So we're leading with his brand voice, um, which is connection, rapport, trust, and humor. (laughs) Yes, humor for a dentist. And we're definitely supporting his expertise, but as a practitioner, he stands out because of his personality. So every piece of his website design brings that forth. And we've even commissioned an illustrator to custom create the dental images for him so that the description of his services keep a consistent brand feel throughout. And it's just another way of carrying through the message of his brand voice. And what I love about these examples is that they show that you don't have to do it the way everyone else does. You know, just because X is how it happens in your industry doesn't mean that's how you have to approach it or how you have to talk about it. So being yourself is key to the brand voice conversation. So how do you find your brand voice? Before I go further, I want to emphasize that finding your brand voice is a process. It's something that develops over time. And you can try out different communications and use them for a period, and they may fit. But over time, your business develops. You evolve, you sharpen, you represent, you know better. And with all of that, the opportunity for your brand voice to sharpen happens as well. All right, let's get to it. This is how you find your, two, your brand voice. Two words, listen and remember. No one knows your brand as good as you do. And yes, copywriters and branding folks, like they can tune in and they can fine tune, but the bits of gold always, always come from the business owners themselves. And I hear this all the time. I don't say it right. Or I need you to package the words into a way that sticks. That's a direct quote from a client here. But I beg to differ. I experience business owners who express their brand talk with passion and certainty, and they should listen to themselves more often. I think the trip up happens when business owners try to take their ideas and compose them into some sort of English lit. Not everyone's brand is, you know, a perfectly composed essay. Don't try to push a square peg through a round hole. It's forcing it and it just doesn't work. The best thing we can do for ourselves is to allow flow stream of consciousness. Let the thoughts come out undeterred by what words you should be using. Your brand voice is your authenticity, no matter how trite that sounds. And I now pretty much hate the word authentic, but it really is the word to use here. Sit and have a conversation with a good business friend or just yourself, but preferably someone that you can just talk to about your business over a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Talk about what you do, who you serve, what's the transformation you create within your customers. Let all of that conversation naturally flow and listen to yourself speak. Put some emotion in those words. What do you do? How do you do it? It's the Simon Sinek teaching. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And what you do simply proves what you believe. And there'll be a link in the show notes to his TED Talk if you haven't seen it yet. And with all of the social distancing happening, now is the perfect time to listen to yourself. 
Do this conversation over Zoom and record it. Capture it for you to go back and listen to. I mean, it's there. Put it on repeat. Hopefully, (laughs) the good friend you're talking to asks some pointed questions, some thought-provoking questions that lead you to answers that you didn't know you had in you. And then listen. Listen to how you describe what you do. It's this that becomes the foundation for your brand writing. This is where the brand voice originates. Okay, now we are taking the concept forward and it's gonna be groundbreaking. Remember, remember. You know, I know that so much of what we develop into our brand voice and marketing comes out in the creative process. And those words can be sparked by pointed questions. But the biggest hurdle is to remember what you said, how you said it, and have it in a place that you can reference when it's time to write about your brand. The remember part. (laughs) You know, that makes me think about the Seinfeld episode with the car rental reservation. Jerry says, you see, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. So it's the same sort of situation here. You can have the conversation, but you've got to remember the conversation. And that's really the most important part. So I spend a lot of time reminding people what they said about their own brands. It's like people don't believe the power in their own words until they hear them back. So you've got to create a system to harness these words, your words, to be able to reference them again when you need them. I mean, what's going to work for you? Me, I'm a digital girl. I will type out a note in a text editor, give it a good title, and then place it in a folder that relates to what I'm working on. And, and, you know, this way I can pull up those notes when I need it. And because it's got a good title, I can search for it (laughs) when I'm in a jam. And it sounds so simple. And it is. I mean, I do more process there. You know, I go through my notes, I reread them, and I pull out what speaks to me. And you can totally do the same until you have a set of notes that spark inspiration about your brand when you sit down to writing. You know, you can whittle those notes down to some fundamental phrases for your brand and have those be the leaping off point for the other items you create. Tape that list up on the wall. See it. Remember it. The more you reference it, the more it works its way into your speech, into your marketing, into all of your communication. There is so much to delve into with brand voice, but I'm gonna touch on just one more point. Remember who you were talking to. And I'll bring this up more than once in this podcast, and actually I have a whole episode on it coming up. But knowing your audience is another vital piece to brand voice. Who is it that you're talking to? What words do they use to describe their problem, their needed solution, their interests? Your brand voice will draw in the right customers to you. So once you lock in on that voice, you flow freer on things and the right people are drawn into that, as well as the right people are repelled by that. Those who have the hardest time with brand voice are the people pleasers. The ones who don't take a stance one way or the other. The ones who don't dive deep enough to answer those questions we talked about above. You know, the ones who choose to market to everyone. Everyone's my customer, but they're not. Go forth in a direction. Start out talking to one customer and then expand from there. You'll have your voice locked down and then you'll know how to tweak it 
for the next market. All right, folks, I'm going to leave you with all of that to think about. Go and have that talk with yourself or with your friends and say it like only you can. All right, I'm back to share with you guys what I am loving now. Um, You know, we're still in our Corona social distancing and um, we've got a new toy in my house and it's a retro toy, a remake of a vintage toy, which is the Evil Knievel motorcycle. I don't know if you guys remember this toy from the 70s. It was a little Evil Knievel and he was on a ramp and there was a crank and you cranked him and he revved the wheel and then he shot off the ramp and down the street. So we've got that in my household now. And it's been a fun weekend busting it out of the box and playing with it. Um, You know, making a ramp in the middle of the road and having a good time. So the Evil Knievel body is even a little rubbery guy with a wire in him. So you can have him hang, have his uh, hands holding the handlebars and his legs up off the motorcycle as he's doing a stunt (laughs) going down the street. So these are the kind of things that we're amusing ourselves with while we aren't able to go out and socialize and go out and eat. We're hanging out at home, busting out the vintage toys and having a good time. You know, I recently had someone ask me, what do you mean when you say you like culture things? Well, this is kind of what I mean when I say I like culture things. We have fun with things that are a little offbeat, a little wacky, a little vintage, but super fun and tied to some good times. And we're still making good memories from them. So you got to check out the Evil Knievel motorcycle crank on a ramp. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.